Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, welcome, Moonstar. Welcome to episode, like, uh, eight or something of the, uh, Daniel K's, uh, Let's Plays podcast presents the Quest by Quest playthrough of Morrowind. Audio's a little loud in my ears. There we are. Um, so, yeah, hey, I got my computer back. I'm not recording on the laptop anymore, and that means, uh, the, 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 a dark period of terrible, mistakenly bad audio is behind us. I now have my uh, recording microphone plugged into USB port, which won't just randomly stop working halfway through an episode. So it won't be relying on the mysterious uh, f fourth track mixed audio, <laughs> which captured massively loud game audio and very quiet um, laptop microphone audio. Uh, if you... Um, hit that audio uh, rough spot around about episode 6 or 5 or whatever and you noped out and you just skipped those bad episodes welcome welcome back friend or traitor <laughs> come Nerevar friend or traitor come come to me openly and not by stealth um but welcome nonetheless uh, come, come to, to me, me through fire, fire and, and war, war. I welcome you. Welcome, Moon and Star. I have prepared a place for you. Come. <laughs> okay, cool. So, but what I wanted to do is give you like a quick little update of what got done in the bad audio region. Listeners, I then proceed to give a five minute long breakdown of the previous few episodes, not realizing that the way I made those episodes palatable was by turning them into recap episodes, essentially breaking down what happened in them. So if you've gotten this far, you've just listened to me for three episodes breaking down what happened. I'm going to save you from listening to me break it down any further. Let's just jump to when I've told my story of the last three episodes and I'm ready to tell you what's next. Um, great. Uh, the, the next uh, shrine I'm, I'm on my way to on this quest is going to be the Fields of Camus. Uh, here, Lord Vivek met a poor farmer whose guar had died. The farmer could not harvest his muck without his guar, and he could not provide for his family or his village. So the Lord Vivek removed his fine clothes and toiled in the fields like a beast of burden until the crop was harvested. It is at the fields of Camus we go to pray for the same humility that Lord Vivek showed on that day. Nice. It's a nice... um. Yeah, that's a nice little, little, um, little Morrowind Bible story there. That's great. I love how he didn't work in the fields like a farmer. No, he toiled like a beast. He got down on his belly and like slid through the dirt, plucking up uh, shoots of muck with his teeth. Did Lord Vivek not working like you know, like the poor farmer? No, he is like, oh, your guar died. I'll be your guar. Ah. <laughs> And we all pray for the same humility shown by crazy Lord Vivek on that day. The fields of Camus are west of Suran on the north shore of Lake Amaya. As you head towards Pelagiad, the shrine is between two rocks and most easily noticed while traveling east along the road. Alof's farm nearby has a small dock on the north bank of Lake Amaya. This is the only dock nearby which Alof kindly allows servants of the temple to use. It's customary to leave a portion of muck at the shrine. There we go. So we have to make sure we've got some muck to represent Vivek's humility. Okay, 
So do we have any muck? Got any muck? Hey, we got one bit of muck. Great. So I'm I'm on the the ashen path uh, out of Ghost Gate now. So I'm just gonna keep on walking down um, until I get to the crossroads, which will lead me off to the fields of Camus. So see you on the other side, listeners. I'm kind of excited by the idea of a dock. Maybe I can get on the dock and the, the dock will be like a boat. And the boat can travel me to Telbranora. I can meet up with the, the horny woman's friend. Really, the main quest of the game. We're just doing a side quest for the temple. But, uh, but yeah. Here I go, walking through the ash storm. See you soon. Oh, shit. Okay, so on my way through a bunch of Dwemar ruins... I've aggroed a scamp, which I didn't aggro the first time through here. Oh, wait. Hang on. I don't have always use best attack on. And, furthermore, my weapon has no effect on the scamp. Why doesn't a scamp's immune to steel weapons? I've got to put on my silver staff. Oh, shit. Oh. Scamp's pretty easy to... Wow, this scamp's claws are as sharp as Hariska's dagger. Uh, <laughs> what? Two fucking scamps? My blunt weapon skill increased. Um, my health is going down. But I'm also uh, dealing a lot of damage to these scamps. I've got to quickly guzzle some health potions. Restore health. It was one point for four seconds, so that's only four points of health. So let me drink all three. And then have I got any other special potions? Um, I could drink some Flynn and fortify my strength and willpower. Let's do it. Hey. Oh man. Oh, my health. Oh, this is bad. I'm going to need to drink more restore health potions. Let's drink a real one, not one that I made, but like an actual real one. There we go. Now my health is actually going up. Boy, uh, I should become a better alchemist. Alright, just cut to when I've successfully bludgeoned both scamps. I mean, all three scamps. Holy fuck. Okay, this is pretty bad. We're almost down to one scamp, but we're also dead. We're also dead. Oh, but I liked that fight. My blunt skill went up twice in that fight. <sighs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll just uh, I'll just load my most recent save and I'll 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 avoid the scabs this time. While bar 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 bar, while bypassing the ruins, I fight a Nyx hound, and then I fight a cliff racer, and then I fight another cliff racer. And then I outsmart a cliff racer. And then I fight a rat. And then I fight another rat. And then I exit the Ashen Crag. Alright. I'm back out of the Ashen Crag now. Uh, and I am approaching the northern shore of the lake. Um, and once I get to the northern shore, I'm just going to follow it along to the east. I think there's a road leading along. Oh, some cork balls. plant. I guess I probably already harvested it around here. Yeah, now I'm just going to start traveling east till we get to the, the shrine at the fields of Camus.
while I'm walking, I'm harvesting like the the anthers from willow flowers and black anther plants. Look at this, two black anthers. Um, whatever an anther is, but yeah, because we're remembering. I, I'm broke. I gotta save up some money. I'm gonna buy a better um a better mortar and pestle, make some better health potions, because in that alternate alternate timeline where the scamps killed me. Oh boy, I could taste the difference between a real restore health potion and one that I made. Alright. Oh, I think I see... I see the pillar. Yeah, there it is. Oh, I see some cork bulb. Yeah. Alright, let me run up on the pillar here. It's set between two rocks. Is it really between two rocks? There's rocks behind it, but like, ten rocks. I was expecting like, two big rocks. There's not really. Let's see. Fields of Camus Shrine. We See, we've still got our blessing from the Ghost Fence Shrine. Ah, uh, but that's cool. Oh, I like this picture. Picture of Lord Vivek with a bunch of hands coming off his hand. A little floating heart and a big sword. And a king, like, um... What does what does a king wear? Like a crown on top of King Vivek's head, Lord Vivek's head, just like uh, uh, just like Biggie Smalls or like um, what's his name, Jean-Michel Biscat. Would you like to donate muck and ask for a blessing? Yeah, I'll donate muck. Fields of Camus, the grace of humility. Thank you for your humility, Lord Vivek. I shall neither strut nor preen in vanity, but shall know and give thanks for my place in the greater world. My journal just got updated. I made the pilgrimage to the fields of Camus and I read the grace of humility. Thanks, Vivek. Let me look around for the farmhouse of What's-His-Face. There it is. It's just down over the hill and there's the dock. But on the road leading to it, there's a fella, a wood elf. What's your deal? Hey, how's it going? Thoranar. Thoranor. Hi, Thoranor. What is this about? Hello, please, might you be of might you be of some assistance? My friend is lost. I'm very worried about him. Uh quickly tell me all about Ghostgate. Oh, Ghostgate! It's the great citadel of the Ghost Fence Ordinator. And the buoyant Armiga Garrison. The buoyant Armiga Garrison. That must have been the people who I talked to and because I wasn't part of their club, they wouldn't let me buy their weapons. Or do their training. Ghostgate sits astride the only gap through which the monstrous hosts of Dagoth Ur might emerge from Red Mountain to threaten the rest of Morrowind. The ghost fence itself is a colossal magical artifact that completely encircles Red Mountain and prevents the blight from spilling its corruptions across the rest of Vadenfell. Oh, cool. Now, quickly tell me about your lost friend. Yes, my friend, Edris Oral. Edris Oral. Oh, your, your friend sounds cool. Uh... Okay, uh, uh, Edris Oral and I were traveling to Vivek, and he heard a strange animal sound nearby. He's sort of an amateur naturalist, and he felt compelled to go seek out what was making the noise. That was an hour ago, and I'm afraid something terrible has happened to him. If you could find him and bring him back safely, I would really appreciate it. I would go myself, but I'm really more of a scholar. As is he, that's why we were traveling together. A little safety in numbers, you know. Can you help? Fucking Thronoror, why didn't you go with your friend Mr. Oral? 
safety in numbers, but you split up when there was danger? You fuckwit! What are you doing? I'll try and find your friend. Oh, thank you, thank you. Truly, I fear for his life. So wait, my friend Edris Oral and I were traveling to Vivek, and he heard a strange animal sound nearby. Okay. That's the only lead? You're traveling to Vivek. Vivek is south of here. So you've come from the north? Okay, listeners, this is the quest. The the pilgrimages are like a background quest. Today's quest is we're going to find Mr. Oral. I bet they've come from the north, right? Or they could have been going from the... No, to get... No, yeah, see, to get around the lake, you would travel east. And then to get to Vivek, you would travel south. I guess it's marshy. But this guy's either come from the north or from the way I came. It's possible I missed his friend, Mr. Oral. Uh, but it's more likely, I think, that they've come from the north, an area I haven't uh, explored yet. So let's... Before, like, before I go find your friend, Mr. Oral, I'm just going to go check out the farmhouse with the dock. Just because I said I was going to do that. So let's just head down to the farmhouse. <gasps> Here it is. What? Danger music? Oh, fucking hell! Jesus Christ! There's a fucking dinosaur attacking me! What the hell? Oh, it's okay. I got it. A mating kagooty. Could the mating kagooty? There's another mating kagooty up there. I can just see it. Its head's just above the rock. Hang on. Are you... It's another mating kagooty and it's hostile. It's biting me. It's like a gigantic, um, um, gigantic ceratopsian, bipedal cer. It's like a, a cross between a theropod and a ceratopsian dinosaur. Has a head crest, kind of like a um, a protoceratops. You know, famous a protoceratops. Except the the it has the horns of a triceratops, but in the form of uh, tusks coming out of its mouth. It's a cool design. I think that we've just accidentally been attacked by whatever killed Mr. Oral. And look! Just up the hill, there's a book! There's a book on the ground. Let's pick up this conspicuous book. Kaguti Mating Habits. Notes. Kaguti Mating Habits by Edris Oral. The man we've been tasked to find. Observations made on wild Kaguti in southeastern Morrowind. Kaguti do not seem to travel in large packs, as previously believed. Perhaps they group into larger packs when mating season is imminent. Females seem to be dominant sex. Males will bring gifts of food in exchange for mating advantage. Males sometimes attacked. Loud vocalizations heard exchanged, believed to be from males, especially at night. Fascinating! Males do not seem to engage in physical confrontations for reproductive rights. Some posturing, no conflict. All Kaguti display increased aggressiveness during mating. Must be careful not to be seen. Mating Kaguti found to be increasingly territorial. And that's the two pages of the book. Well, we're going to take that. Because it's worth 50 bucks. And we're going to find the, the... The... The body of a naturalist? Or did they just fully eat him? Okay, let's take the book back to, uh... Back to our friend. Thoranir, or whatever his name is. Man, I'm pretty beaten up. So it turns out my suspicion um, of, of, uh, of them having come from the north was completely wrong. 
they they were further along the path uh, uh, of the northern shore of the lake. That's where they got separated. So, like, someone has taken their toll on you. Maybe you should get healed. Yeah, maybe. All right. I really must find my friend Edris, says Thoranir. My friend Edris Oral is missing. Okay, so I found his book and I found the mating th um, thingos. But I guess I need to actually find his, like, bloody corpse and drag it back to Thoranir. Okay. I'm gonna search around for a little bit. See you soon, listeners. Oh! Here's a fella! A living human, like a, a, it's a dark elf. Hello. Sarah. You're Mr. Oral. I found Mr. Oral. You're the very man I've been looking for. Look at your little moustache. Hello, Mr. Oral. Oh, thank heavens you found me. I don't know what I would have done if you hadn't shown up. I've been trapped here by some kaguti since my friend and I were separated. My journal has been updated. My friend, ah, you've met Thrower in here. Yeah, he and I became separated when I went off to investigate some sounds I heard. Of course, it turned out to be a pack of Kaguti that trapped me here. But I've seen that you've taken care of them. Did you notice any distinctive sounds they made while you were battling with them? They have the most fascinating vocalizations. But enough of that for now. Shall we go back and meet Thoranir? You following me? He's following me. I have a friend. I have a friend. Okay, we're gonna do a little bit of experimenting. Careful with that friend. Got him. And now I'm gonna take his twenty-five bucks and put on all his clothes. And I'm just gonna go back to Thoranir and I'm gonna tell him. Like, we're just going to see what the result of this quest is now. I just want to see. I just want to see how changeable quests are. Can we give, like... Can we give bad news that the game is not expecting us to have? You know? Or is the quest just never ending now? And then I'll... You know. It's just... It's, it's a fact-finding mission is what it is. I guess... You could accuse me, perhaps... Of uh, abandoning... My philosophy of roleplay... In which I'm playing a little orc grandma, but maybe little orc grandmas do this kind of thing. You, but uh, I'll try. What? Edris didn't make it. Oh my! I I don't know what to say. He did love the outdoors, though, so, and it seems only fitting that he meet his end here. Such a kind and gentle soul to meet such a bitter end. I will miss my friend greatly. Well, Mupliquids, I thank you for your time, even if it turned out so poorly. Please take this. It was Edris's. I must go now. It seems pointless to continue my journey without my dear friend. Goodbye. 2920 second seed has been added to your inventory. Is that a book? Okay. Wow. Cool. What's the book about? What's oh, expensive? 275 bucks worth of book right here. Oh, my speechcraft skills in in increased. The second seed, book five of 2920, the last year of the first era, by Carlo Vac Tornway. Okay, well let's just uh, let's just load the game, and we'll do it properly, shall we? Thanks for going with me on that little fact-finding adventure, listeners. I was just curious.
I was just curious and I've learned now. I wonder if that if that's in the game because if I was traveling west along the north shore of the lake, I would run into this guy first and he'd be like, I was separated from my friend. There's a bunch of evil dinosaurs between me. Well, there's a bunch of um, aggressive dinosaurs between me and my friend. Let's go. Can you protect me? And then maybe they would attack us. And so there is a... If that was the case, there would be more chance of him dying on the way back. Hello. Hello. I don't know if I can help you, but uh, I'll try. Yeah, you'll try. Hey, look who it is. Ah, you found my friend, Edris. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I can't tell you how much this means to me. I'm afraid I don't have much to give you as a reward. But this amulet might help you in your travels. It's helped the two of us out on a number of occasions. Take care. Amulet of slow falling has been added to your inventory. That's handy. An amulet of slow falling. There it is. Value 413. Cast when used. Slow fall. 30 points for 10 seconds on self. That's going to be kept in our pocket and I'm going to use that when I'm at the top of a tower and I need to escape from something. I like the book too. Do you have the book on your person? Let me just quickly... F um, okay. I'll deal with you, thief. Okay. So now they're both punching me. Can I use Father's Hand... Sanctuary, 1 to 40 points for 5 seconds on health. On self. Failed to cast the spell. We're just testing everything, isn't it? Failed. Is it because I have too much heavy armor on? I'll take my heavy armor off. Ooh. Failed. There we are. So now I have Sanctuary. Don't hit, don't hit me. Well, that didn't work. Okay, well, well, that was a waste of time. Okay, but let's just go back in time to when I didn't pickpocket the guy to see if he had that cool book, which I would have liked. And here we are, back in reality. All right, I hope you, I hope you enjoyed the, 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 uh, the saga of Thoranir and his good friend Mr. Oral. Uh, because that's been this episode of the Daniel K's Let's Plays podcast presents the Moopligrix plays through Morrowind, Morrowind quest by quest. I didn't even see the farmhouse. Alright, let's go quickly look at the farmhouse. I mean, I was gonna I was gonna go to the farmhouse when the dinosaurs attacked. Here we are. Here we are. Here's a big dead dinosaur and look at this. Here's the fields of muck. Oh, salt rice. Hey, that's great. Maybe I shouldn't harvest these crops. Maybe that, like, there should be a farmer around here. No, not a foul mare, a farmer. Look at that island. It's like an island down in the lake. Oh, there's another island over there. I can see a man standing on a dock. <gasps> that's exciting. Where is that? Interesting. I wonder. Sorely tempted to swim across and see what that is. Is that the... Is that like the northernmost point of a large town, which I'm not interested in? Or is it some special little thing out in the wilderness, which I am interested in? Or an island in the lake? Like, is that just an island on the lake over there? Or is that the, is that the southern bank of the lake? I don't know. We'll find out next episode. But for now, we'll quickly just have a little... Little peek in the farmhouse. Alof's farmhouse. And here's Alof. 
Alof the Easterner. I don't know you. What do you want? Um, what's your background? I'm Alof the Easterner, a farmer. Okay. Thanks, Alof. Yeah, you too, Alof. Okay, and now we've learned. We've learned all about Alof. This is his field of salt rice. I'm not going to steal... Oh, cork bulb. Fuck yeah. Oh, come on, Alif. Oh, his cork bulb's empty. Alright, let me stand over on the dock and I'll end the episode there. Alright, listeners. Uh, thank you for accompanying me and Mooplegwigs as we quest by quest play through Morrowind, the Elder Scrolls number three. I hope you enjoyed this episode in which we helped Thoronir and his friend Mr. Oral. Catch us next time, Moon and Star. See you soon, sweet Nerevar. Bye-bye.